Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Gaynor. Uh, come along with me today. We are going to be talking about fantasy football and joining me today for our first ever episode, the lovely, my father, Mr. Joe Gaynor. Thank you, Ryan, uh, for having me. And uh, you forgot to say I am a fantasy football champion. Uh, my name is on the fantasy football belt. Uh, so I, I hope to bring some insight and wisdom and educate some uh, non-fantasy football players or some fantasy football players on how to win at fantasy football. So thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, this is what you guys are going to be dealing with for the next 45 minutes or so, so I wish you the best of luck, and you should also be wishing, wishing me the best of luck as well, because I have to sit here and talk to him. He is newly retired, I will say, and I have been hanging around the house a little too much, and he's starting to get on my nerves. But because I know so much about <laughs> winning at fantasy football and reading countless articles about who to draft and who to draft. Yeah, understand. And trying to impart that wisdom. Okay, I mean, if uh, looking at the standings, I'm not that far off from him, okay? But anyways, let's get into it. Um, well, first, let's talk about the history of our league. Um, what is this, our seventh? Seventh year, yeah. Seventh, seventh year. year. Started as just a neighborhood guys get together. Yeah, kind of started out as pretty casual First first season was a little shaky. Just we were kind of feeling everybody out. Um, and then it's kind of exploded since there. It's kind of become pretty competitive. Um, I'm still waiting for my uh, for my name on the belt. Yeah, but. that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, low stakes. Uh, it's mostly trash talking. And with the ultimate goal to... Um, to get the fantasy football belt, which we do have every year engraved with the winner's name. Um, what I'm hoping for oh. this year for Ryan is the punishment, <laughs> which, Ryan, I'm sure you'd love to explain uh, what's going to happen, hopefully, to you this, this year. Um, never has been me. How many, what, what year do we start that? How many years has it been now? Uh, this will be the third The third year, year of it. Yeah, because first year was Rick, second year was yeah. Eric. Yeah. Um, so our punishment that we started three years ago is it was just a local street corner pretty populated very pretty, heavily yeah populated. i mean it's it's a pretty there's a lot of cars that drive through it just throughout the day and so the loser of the league has to dress up in a tutu and a pink sh- a pink shirt unicorn is has it a, has a unicorn, unicorn and a bright big rainbow across the yeah. top of it yeah and it says i suck at fantasy football yeah yeah or fantasy football loser not sure. One of the two. Right. Whatever the, the signs were. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's a sign that says, also, I suck at fantasy football. Um, and you get to stand there for, I don't know, what is it, half an hour? No, probably. No, no, no. Oh, 15 not. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And it has pink balloons on it. Um, maybe later in the uh, next podcast or something, we'll stream the video of the last two losers because it's so humiliating. Yeah, we should. It's um, funny. It's hilarious to listen to how society and the, the community <laughs> members drive by honking horns, screaming at the people, um, just basically humiliating them uh, as much as possible. We tried to think of a, a safe way to do it and not something as some of these other leagues do with crazy tattoos or all that kind of stuff. So it's 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 fun. but Yeah. yeah. I mean, friendly and humiliating oh, hum- at, the, at the same time. Because it's our neighborhood corner and we yeah, will see exactly. people we know drive by. 
uh, that make fun of us. Yeah, so. exactly. So far, I haven't had that privilege and probably won't ever. Uh, Ryan, maybe? I've never had that privilege either, and I don't think I plan on. I, okay. I, I, I mean, I've, I, I usually make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, do I make it far in the playoffs? Not necessarily, but well, you can explain I, I, our league. Explain our league. So we have ten teams. Yeah. So we got ten teams. Ten of us. We've kind of some guys have dropped out. Then we'll add new guys in. Uh, but we have ten guys. Uh, our our scoring has typically usually been the standard scoring, just head to head. Whoever wins it wins standard, it. Standard standard ESPN. Scoring. Yeah, yeah. We do it through ESPN. Um, it's just. Head to head, whoever wins that week gets the win. Whoever loses gets the loss, and then it's our top six, six that make the yeah top six that make the playoffs. Number one gets a bye. All that just 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 the stand just the standard fantasy football kind of scoring um, this year against my judgment, where I was unaware that we were doing this. To be completely fair, I was unaware. Um, we decided to do, and I guess more more fantasy football leagues are adopting it, and I don't know why. Well, I'll explain but, the, why <laughs> but we're doing this hybrid sort of league that so we go head to head, but now we get another win or loss added to our scoring that week based on how many points are scored. Total points. Total points are scored that week. So the top five. Of those ten teams, whoever scored, whoever the five teams that scored the top, get an extra win added to their win column, and then the bottom five who scored the lowest get an extra get a get an extra loss to their lost column. So you can either be two and zero, right. one and one, or zero and two right. on a weekly basis. Um, which would you like me to explain why we went to this standard sort this format? Would you like me to explain? You know what? I would love for you to explain that. Go ahead. What we had in past years is when it's just head-to-head, and you all can research this. It's all over the Internet of why people are doing this, and this is why we did it. Some teams check out, and some teams just get very, very lucky and win games. So there were weeks where you would score 130 points, but you'd get beat by a guy that scored 132 in your head-to-head. But then there'd be two other teams playing that only scored like 90 and 91 points. But the guy with 91 points would get a win, and you would get a loss, even though you scored 130 points where he only scored 91. And so what they were trying to do is say, with the ultimate goal of fantasy football is for your players to score points, they awarded an extra win for teams that scored the most points due to the fact that fantasy football is all about scoring points. So with that in mind, we went to this hybrid process where every week's worth two. So you can be 2-0, and 1-1, and or 0-2, like Ryan said. And we're adjustable. If next year we decide to do PPR, or if next year we decide to do back to standard, we'll figure it out. But this is just something we're trying. Um, I'm gonna and be, we'll see. I'm going to be on the side that says we don't do this anymore. Unless, because, well, I mean, so, unless you make well, the playoffs thanks to your high points. Because you can have a losing record head to heads, but still make the playoffs because your team scored yeah. such high points. But here's the thing: is as I just look at it from a realistic perspective, right? So, like, let's say you're going up against somebody, and you're pretty good in anything, right? Let's look at a job interview or something. I don't know. You're super qualified. 
I mean, you have you meet all the criteria criteria for the job. You go into your job interview. You think it goes pretty well, and maybe a person that has the same the same amount the same amount of criteria and does slightly better on the interview does better than you, and then you don't get the job. That's I mean, that's kind of how I look at it, right? That's how head to head works. Right. Is well, I will say though, and actually. My job, my career that I've had in the interviews that I've been in, you do get extra points for longevity. So in situations where if I was interviewing for a job and there was a junior person interviewing for the same job, I actually got a few extra points right from the get-go for my longevity. So I'm not saying this is the, the only and best way to do it. The key was... And it was part of my decision and I'm co-commissioner of the league is we wanted guys to completely stay engaged the whole season. And we thought this was a way that guys who are invested in researching to find players that score the most points will be rewarded, even if they get unlucky and don't get a win in a head-to-head. Because in past years, we've had some guys that make the playoffs that completely check out. They actually leave vacant slots on their roster and they get a win just because their kicker got 27 points one week. And it, that's the kind of stuff we're trying to avoid, and we're trying to reward guys to do the research and get the points. So it's a different style, yeah. I understand it, but we might change I, it. Yeah, I mean, I get that. And I think, I think if we went through all 10 guys in our league, it would be pretty split on opinions, if I was to guess. Well, like Mike, he took a loss in the first week, but he actually got one win because he scored so many points, but he went up against a buzzsaw that kicked his butt in the first yeah. week. But he actually still got a win. So in that situation, he would have been 0-1. But as it stood, he's 1-1 because he, he did a good job of scoring points. He just got beat. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's worth a try. I, I guess, I mean, it's worth a shot. Do I love it? No. I mean, I... I'll take I'll take an extra guys, win in our win column. Right, the guys who are going to like it are the ones that make the playoffs with losing records, of but still score yeah. a lot of points. Yeah, definitely. So, and we'll see. So yeah, that's that's the system of our our, our format. Um, yeah, so I mean, team. we're we're just kind of feeling it out. We'll see how it goes. Kind of address it next year after we get some opinions once the once the season's over. And that's the great thing about fantasy football is with your team. And if you if you don't like it, you could leave the league. Uh, you can ask to change it. We have a pretty open discussion that we can have with everybody. But um, you can be in multiple leagues. I mean, nothing saying you can't be in more than one or two or three or 15 fantasy football. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm in another league that's doing just regular standard head-to-head. I thought you were PPR, though. It, it is. It's a PPR. And the people on this podcast, are they going to know what PPR is? Well, I mean, if they're well, a PPR is points per reception. Right. So if you're this league that we're chatting about today is not a PPR. It's based on yardage and and yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, so a PPR, which is pretty common, I'd say, yeah. PPR leagues are pretty common. Yeah. So basically, when you draft players, you don't really That's have to, you don't really have to draft guys that are going to get into the end zone as much right. or like deep threats. Right. Uh, you more draft guys that are going to get 10, 15 targets per game. Because right. you you get an extra point for every time they catch the ball, if that makes sense. Right. So I think it's just – I mean, that's just an opinion thing based on the league. It's just if you want to do that or not. Well, and that's a to- well, and that's why if you are getting into fantasy football, I will say, you need to find out what the league is because 
come draft day, if it's PPR versus standard scoring, that's going to impact who you draft. Because I think of a guy like Adam Thielen, he's a huge PPR guy. Yeah. He's not a, always a standard scoring guy. Yeah. And then conversely, look at Robert Woods. Robert Woods, not a great PPR guy, but a standard scoring guy because he'll get sure. a 60-yard reception sure. for a touchdown. Sure. PPR, he's going to suck. Yeah. But when it comes to standard, he's doing fine. Yeah. So. But that's the kind of stuff you want to know when you get into fantasy yeah. football. Uh, what the what the the league is all about? But I, I mean, PPR even affects a running back that you pick. Oh, yeah. If there's, I sure. mean, if you get a running back like a like a Alvin Kamara, uh, hello, who especially I mean, especially with uh, the Thomas out, who's not catching yeah, the ball at all. I mean, he becomes a receiver and a running back, and he's an outlier. And now you got and you got the 82 year old Drew Brees who can't really throw, throw the ball more than 20 ex- yards. You're exactly right, and that's <laughs> just a dump exactly off to Kamara. Right. And that's why you have to look at your scoring format. So if you're just getting into fantasy football, do the research on what the league is. And then when you do these draft uh, – Mock, Mock drafts. Mock drafts, thank yeah. you. Um, you can plug in the format, and then it will help you who you should yeah. draft. So. Because it, it, uh, it, does make a, it does make a big impact, whether a PPR uh, – on your draft, if it's a PPR or regular. Well, yeah, and this, when it comes to roster construction, it's, it's, it's really important. All right, well, let's dive into the COVID crisis of fantasy football because... It's impacted everything. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It has... I mean, last week... I I mean, I was consistently scoring, like, in the 120s, 130s, and getting an extra win in my win column, and then I have... Guys like Derrick Henry and John New Smith, who I have to put on my bench, mm-hmm. and now who's your number, who, who you drafted uh, him? What? You he's my he's yeah. my number one overall he's your number pick. one overall pick. And now I have to put him on the bench. Right. And I mean, this is understand. I mean, we knew that this was going to be mm-hmm. a potential problem coming into the league, but now that it's actually happening, and I just got a loss because of it. Right. Well, yeah, it's pissing me off. Well, and it's it, it, again. It goes back to the whole thing, you know, fantasy football is not won by the draft, so you can draft as best you can and pick up players as best you can, but you are getting beat by players who are doing stupid things and, and going out and getting infected. Maybe not stupid things, but there is a story that well, just came out that, yeah, the Tennessee they were all, Titans, they were all, the Tennessee Titans <laughs> were all working out together and sharing the COVID virus, and now at a At a, a high school. Yeah, some high, private in high school. Na- in right. Nashville. So it's all over the news, but... Um, they're doing themselves a disservice. But, yeah, when it comes to fantasy football, you're banking on these guys to play, and especially these guys like Derrick Henry, who are studs. Um, to find a replacement for Derrick Henry, there's no one on the roster anymore on the waiver wire to even be picked up that is anywhere near as good as Derrick Henry. So by COVID, you are going to be impacted. But I guess I would say that's just pure luck of the draw. I mean, there's nothing you could have done. No, totally, yeah. There's, I mean, and yeah. it stinks. I mean, I had, I had um, James Conner from Pittsburgh. Yeah. They had to take a bye because they were on the COVID. Now, that was last week. Um, they even threatened shutting down the Seattle, uh, Saints game last weekend. Yeah. Um, but it was a false positive. Yeah. And that's the thing with COVID is these tests have to be so precise. Um, and then who was it on? Um, wasn't it there was a Washington, um, not Washington, um, New England player that has COVID that they're worried that he, yeah, breathed, saw he that. breathed on him. Um, yeah, quarterback from Kansas City, Pat Mahomes. Yeah. They're worried about Mahomes having COVID. So anyway, yeah, I'm surprised actually, to be honest, that we haven't had more COVID uh, positives and this more is games true. being canceled. This is true. Uh, which we might. Um, 
Well, I mean, at the rate that it is right now, I'm afraid that, honestly, there might just be like a full week shutdown. I don't know. I mean, positives just keep coming out. And they keep postponing these games. Right. Well, you can only postpone so long. That's what I'm saying. Right. And and they're using up their bye weeks now. Like, they're giving their byes early, like they did with Pittsburgh. But what happens down the road... If they need another, they don't have another bye week. Exactly. There is no more bye week. So, exactly. And then it won't be fair for certain teams. Everyone has to have the same opportunity. So you can't have one team play more than the other. Yeah. So, yeah, COVID can be uh, – COVID. the NBA did it right, I think, with the bubble. Um, Major League Baseball is trying to do it right right now also with yeah, they're, where they're playing. Yeah, yeah, they're doing like certain areas. Right. But traveling, as much traveling is going on with football and um, – it seems like they were just a little bit more lenient on... Yeah, I mean... And they're trying to not I don't restrict know if that's, these yeah. people. No, I understand what you're saying. But uh, I think you give them too much and you see what happened with Tennessee is they don't pay attention to the rules and they kind of go do their own thing. Yeah. Now they're, now they're impacting the whole NFL. Exactly. Um, so And, yeah, so then they're, he's out last week, which gives me my loss. And now they're... I mean, they're trying to play it on Tuesday right. this week. Just so they don't have to, just so there's not another gap in their schedule. Right. But that that means they have to test again right before Tuesday. Yeah. And see, and who it, knows? Right. I mean, right. They could, a player that tested negative could be positive in the next couple of days. I mean, it just right. It just depends. And when it comes to you, like you said with Derrick Henry, he's such a stud. Even if you went to go pick somebody up, like on the waivers right now, the best you're going to get is Mark Ingram. And coming from Mark Derrick Henry to a Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram's on Baltimore with a three-headed monster with their running backs, not to mention the quarterback's also a running back. So he's never going to give you the same kind of points that a Derrick Henry would give. So, yeah, it's it's a crappy situation for for COVID to strike the league, but it's a reality that I think is going to happen all year. Well, and, I mean, I, I, I scored last week by doing a trade for Christian McCaffrey with... One of the guys in my league who was what was he zero and six I think he was, and he yeah. and he just needed he really immediate needed help he needed immediate help right and well you think you scored we still well, don't know about Christian McCaffrey well, I, I mean I guess that's true but I mean I traded for Christian McCaffrey I gave away Todd Gurley and Amari Cooper to him to get Christian McCaffrey which I was fine with because I had players that were going to be able to sub in on your bench so you for for the two or three weeks. That, Christian McCaffrey right, was last planned time, to last be out. I, read, he's I think still this down. is gonna, this is going to be his last week. I think well, last last time I read, I think this oh, is going to be his last week. He I wants to that. come back early. I don't know if that's going to actually happen. Yeah. But last time I read, I mean, he said he was hopefully going to be back by next week, which would be awesome. Oh, for you, of course it would be. Not for us that are playing against. Well, him. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, no, Craig. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, hands down, the flat-out stud, best number one draft pick for all reasons, and then the injury. And, you know, injuries happen. But, um, yeah, when you get him back, I was fully supportive, uh, though I wanted to veto it, which we didn't, because that's just not cool. Hey, if anybody does vetoes, I think that's stupid. If, if you and another guy want to trade players, it's up to you guys. As I mean, long there's, as there's no collusion. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a fine line. If it's if it's like me and you doing a trade in the playoffs. Oh, and it's totally lopsided. Yes. Well, then you have to have the veto power, exactly. which we do. But hey, this was a trade that you guys that was proposed to you actually. And when I, I know, I mean, to get Christian McCaffrey, um, he's a stud, and give him even if it takes two more weeks. 
you're actually in a good position right now. You're still what? What are you? Uh, you're five and five and three. Five and three. So you're you're five and three. You're I like mean, second place. T- tied for second place tied with for like second place three and or you four have of the people. McCaffrey coming back. Well, that's what I'm saying, and that's what. That's and, fantastic. And, and I was I was fine with I mean maybe su- suffering a loss for one week, but I still thought that I was going to be in contention. But then that's when Derrick Henry, right. my number one running back, went down, right. as well as my tight end, right. and I think there was one other guy, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I don't remember who it was. It's last week. Well, week number two was devastating to the NFL with the amount of injuries that happened. Um, It was oh, people were going down like flies. It was a massacre. And these these were like number one draft pick kind of play guys, Um, and some guys that weren't number one. Not um, I mean like top five picks. Um, Knock on wood, which. Um, Alvin Kamara, uh, he was my first round pick, and he is nails because Thomas went out with an injury. So now Kamara is becoming I mean, the number yeah, one that, receiver. Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, if the draft was to happen today, who who's your number one pick right now? If the draft was to happen right now, with the injured Christian if, McCaffrey, if the draft was to happen right now, see that's a good question because I don't know. Well, what you think? You think I could pick oh, Kamara? I don't know. Hands down, Alvin Kamara. He's flat he's. Out I mean, he's injury prone though. That's the thing. He uh, has been the past two years. That's yeah. why we all laughed at you on draft day when and, you picked Kamara. And who's and, laughing? Yeah. Now? Okay, I get it. But here's the thing: is he's been injured for the past two years, and it's like, how much of a risk do you want to run when I have when I can draft Derrick Henry next to him, who's an absolute bulldog. I, I don't know. I don't have, know. The cards have fallen really well for Kamara because this is not true. only is he a stud running back, even though he has to share running back time a lot of the time, um, but with Thomas going down, he's become even more yeah. of a receiver. And he's, yeah. just, he's a PPR dream. He's yeah. a standard scoring dream. If the draft happened right now with everybody in their current state, Kamara would be the number one pick, in my opinion. And I don't think you're going to get much argument from him. No. I, I, but I'm willing yeah. to listen to it. No, I think I think that's if it was to happen right now, I think you're probably right. You're yeah. probably right. Um, but then again, if if I saw that Christian McCaffrey was going to come back next week, I don't know. I mean, there's a chance that there's a chance that I draft McCaffrey and just get two running backs just to fill in for a week and then have McCaffrey there for the rest of the season. No, I agree. Right? Yeah, and well, I mean, he. You're right. McCaffrey, hands down, was the number one pick, flat-out stud. Um, and if he was 100% healthy, I would take McCaffrey over Kamara. Fact is, we don't know how his health is. We don't yeah. know how. We really don't know how healthy is he going to be when he comes back. Yeah, that is true. But if he's going to be limited. At, even at 75%, McCaffrey's I mean, fantastic. Yeah. He's better than he, – he, he'll be top seven even at 75%, I mean, when it comes to running back. Yeah. So – I agree. Um, yeah, I, but – Kamara's the only one, him and then, um, uh, what's his name from the Kansas City Chiefs, the rookie. I can't remember his name. It's drawing a blank right now. It's, it's that that, weird. He's got two last names. Uh, 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 he's doing fantastic also as a number one draft pick. Harold Edwards. Edward, yeah, Edwards Hilaire. Edwards Hilaire. That's, that's what, yeah, whatever. It just rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, it's exciting. But COVID, kick in the butt, injury. Injuries was the first thing. In week two, and then COVID is just starting to go crazy. So, so we'll I see. mean, yeah, just to just to bring it back around, mm-hmm. let's just hope 
that COVID doesn't spread or else Ooh, well, there's going to be... Like you said, they, they might have to shut down, but then you, you shut down the league. Well, then let's say you're, you know, Pittsburgh playing fill in the blank, and then you go up against, say, the Browns, for instance. Well, if, the, if your game against the Browns is canceled, you're bummed because that probably would have been a win. Well, yeah. But then you go against a powerhouse like I the mean, Ravens or the Chiefs. or So, you know, you can't. I don't know, I don't know if you're, what you said about the Browns is completely true. Mm. I'd go with the Jets, maybe. Oh, the Jets are terrible. I'd go with the Jets. The Jets are terrible. I mean, yeah, especially with Sam Darnold now being out and Joe Flacco as their quarterback. Dear goodness. What's gracious. wrong with Big Bad Joe? Well, actually, I don't know if you should Big be Big Bad Joe who smokes a cigarette on the <laughs> sidelines in between downs. I mean, the guy's a wackadoodle. He's old. Um, he's, he's old. old, and not that. Uh, I mean, is Sam Darnold that much better than uh, Joe Flacco? I mean, he's younger and can move and he around can run, better. And he wasn't afraid to throw the ball. But yeah, the Jets are bad. The oh, Jets Sam bad. Darnold did have that like forty-five that yard yeah, that run that, that was, run where he acted like he was going to lay down and then he decided <laughs> not to. But he and he looked almost surprised himself that he was able to stay on his feet. But yeah, he. You're right. The Jets are terrible, um, and, and they have been for so long. Which makes me think of my roster. I need to drop somebody from my roster who's on there. Uh, I'm trying to get somebody to bid high on it for me. So we'll see. Let's look at my roster and see Frank Gore Ooh, filled in. That's rough. Not even it, guys. It's not even in a flex spot. I have Frank Gore as my number two on my team right now. Old that's Gore. where that's where I'm at with this whole COVID situation. I think, I, had I, think, to I, I think you could run for more yards than Frank Gore. <laughs> I had to pick up Frank Gore. Dude, did Frank Gore start playing football when they wore leather helmets? Uh, must I think be. He, I, I, he might have. He's so old. He's old and he's slow and he's just methodical I, in his ways. I, I forget. I forget. I don't know if I read this or if I heard it somewhere. But Frank Gore, I don't think, has gotten a touch in the red zone yet oh, this year. I wouldn't year. be surprised. Yet this year. I wouldn't be surprised. Th- th- I mean, that's 20 yards from the end zone. Yeah. I'm going, <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. So if they're not giving it to him within the 20-yard line, he never gets it. It's so sad. I'm, I'm actually, just for, just for fun, I'm scrolling through my list of running backs. Um, I'm down to 25, and obviously Frank Gore is nowhere there. Frank Gore's not. Frank Gore's. Uh, is he even in the top? Uh, he'll be in well, the top, okay, what, top, 70? Top 50. Oh, no, no way he's in there. There's no way. It's not. I think good. his top scoring week he's was 4.8 points or something like that. He's below Giovanni Bernard, who's the backup on Cincinnati. Yeah. Holy moly. I, I, I don't know. And you have Frank Gordon, you're never oh, I'm, dude, yeah. What do you COVID. I, mean, I yeah, what do you want me to do? I you got Derrick Henry on COVID. my bench. Just put in COVID. <laughs> just play COVID. <laughs> I got Derrick Henry on my bench. I gave away Todd Gurley to get McCaffrey. Which was a good move. Oh, Frank Gore is number fifty two. So he's just yeah, out okay, the top right. fifty. Just, just outside. outside top just outside. Well he has <laughs> he has a total of twenty points in four in four weeks. <laughs> So, what was his top scoring week? Look that up for me. Uh, what was his top but scoring he also, week? But he, he has 174 total rushing yards. So he hasn't even run. Oh, <laughs> people are dropping him like flies. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, he got 4.6 points last week for it. He's yeah. strong. Well, and oh, also. His, his highest was in week three against Indianapolis. He got 7.2 points. There you go. Yeah. Big, go. big there game there. Look well, how old he is. Well, What's his birthday? <laughs> Look that. <laughs> well, let's. I mean, let's also talk about Aaron Jones, who is oh, crushing. What would you say? Top five right now? Oh, he is top five. Is I he top five? I think he's number two. 
Hang on a second. I'll go I back. think you actually might be right. Is he number two? He he's way up. God, there. he's good. And yeah, he is number two. Okay, yeah, he's a stud. I, I Only mean, behind Kamara. Um, <laughs> but absolutely killing it. And guess what? He's on a bye this week. He's on a bye this week. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> so, how it goes. So now, everybody, if I mean, let's just look at this. This is my Ryan's, two. This is Ryan's my two. Story right my now. two running backs right now. Two running backs: Frank Gore and Damian Harris. Those are my. Okay. I, I mean, Damian Harris is okay. It's a three-headed monster I mean, from you New England. You never know what you're going to get. You got Burkhead stealing touches. Um, Sony Michelle's not back yet because he's still hurt. But I liked. I like Damian. I think he's the number one guy if they'll give him the cap, the touches. Um, I have another running back, J.K. Dobbins, who I think best running back, but he's a rookie, but he's just not getting the touches in Baltimore because he's he's like number four on the depth chart. Yeah. So you're going to have that. Um, but you look at the the silent one that he, the Ezekiel Elliott is the one that I don't I hear a lot of press about, um, but he's just methodically getting yards. He's Two hundred seventy-three well, yards and one hundred fifty-nine receiving yards. That's only second to Kamara. Kamara has three hundred twenty-one yards, but that's only because of Thomas being out. Yeah. But Ezekiel Elliott's going to surprise some people. He's a stud, and he always sneaks up. Well, so I mean, well. the Cowboys score a lot of oh. points every week. Well, why? You know why? Because they have no defense. They well, that's what I'm saying. Is you're? I mean, that's the nice thing about fantasy is. Yeah. You have these guys that are going to put up a bunch of points, but yet if you look at the Cowboys' record, right, it's not very good. They're loot. They haven't won. They haven't won a game. Yeah, they haven't won a game. They haven't won a game. And because they're giving up thirty-four point five points per game a or something, boatload like that. of points. But again, like you said, going back to fantasy, that's fantastic. If totally you have fine. The Dallas quarterback. Yep. And you have the Dallas wide receivers, and you have Ezekiel Elliott. So you want the other teams. That That's the funny thing about fantasy when we first got into it, when I first got into it about 10 years ago, is you have to break your mind of you're worried about your team winning. You could care less if your team wins. And you really don't even have a team. You're rooting for individual players, and if you have a wide receiver – you want the other team he's playing against to score a lot of points because then that means the team has to throw. Yeah. And that's why it's always better to yeah. have a, – running quarterbacks are great, but a team that's always playing from behind is very good to have. And that's why Dak Prescott, he's the number two quarterback right now um, because they're having to throw the ball so Big time. Yeah. Big Russell time. Wilson, Russell, he's unbelievable, Russell well, Wilson. Yeah. Everybody knew he was going to be unbelievable. Yeah, so anyway. well, I mean, let's. I mean, if we're talking about quarterbacks, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, who has kind of surprised me this he's year. He's shutting a, pe- a lot of people, right? Up. Yeah, isn't is. that interesting? Is. Especially with injury, he had Devontae Adams has been out yeah, for he, two weeks, yeah. and yeah. then he just lost uh, uh, Lazard to some internal muscle. So he's throwing the ball, but it's also because he's dumping it to Aaron Jones. This is true. Um, but yeah, it, Aaron Rodgers is putting everybody, just telling them all to shut up because. They brought in a new young gun, thinking he was going to steal the show, and I think Aaron Rodgers was like, "Not so fast." Yeah, Let me I still, I still got a few years left. Well, yeah, kind of he's thing. still slinging it. I mean, he's still a great quarterback yeah. with a lot of a lot of gumption about him. So I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. Didn't think he'd be this good. Um, he's right behind Patrick Mahomes by only four points. Um, the surprise to me, I guess, was Josh Allen, and I knew Josh Allen was good, but it goes to Man. again to what I was saying though about receivers. I didn't think Josh Allen had receivers to throw to on Buffalo because Buffalo's always a bad team um, when it comes to football. But they're not bad. They're actually pretty good. No, they are. Yeah, they totally are. And what what it took was Stephon Diggs 
going to that team because Josh Allen has a cannon of an arm. Big time. And Stephon and he Diggs. Can run for miles. Exactly. And so and Stephon Diggs gets down the field. So finally totally. um, Diggs has somebody that'll throw the ball deep. Too. Yeah. And totally. That's Josh Allen. So totally. I like Josh Allen a lot, but I did not predict him to be as high as he is. So. Yeah, I mean he he's surprising me, and I mean I have Minshew starting right now. Ooh, who he's been struggling. He he struggled the past two weeks, but if you go back and look at his first two weeks, mm-hmm. I I can't remember what it was exactly, but I mean he's ranked 14th among quarterbacks. It's I mean it's not. I agree. No, he's had some great. Well, his first two weeks were fantastic. He was in twenty. He was in the twenties. He was like the low twenties. Yeah. Twenties and twenty three points. He had a stinker against Miami. Oh god! Um, against the Miami Dolphins, right. he had a stinker, well, which yeah. They, it was rough. Yeah. And he, he, that's where he kind of lost his mojo. But in week two, he threw for 339 yards. Yeah. And in week four against Cincinnati, even though they lost, he threw for 351 yards and two TDs. Yeah. And he got 20 points. So he's another guy that I think when you talk about streaming players, um, and we haven't really focused on that. We haven't talked about it. I don't know if we are. But he's a guy you can pick up depending on who you're who he's, playing. He's, yeah. he's a good streaming quarterback yeah. when maybe you're – Quarterbacks on a bye or on COVID or something like that. Yeah, you can plug. You can him pick in. him up as so long as the matchups. He's, right. He's not a bad quarterback. He's number. I think he's number seven right now. Who? Wait, no. Minshew. No, Minshew. Minshew's fourteen. Fourteen. So he, he's he's still good. He's still. But there's other guys you can get, um, probably on the waiver that are available than Minshew. And again, though, it's dependent on who they're playing. That's well, why when it comes to streaming quarterbacks. I'm not a big fan of streaming quarterbacks, but if you have to stream... If, can... I mean, yeah, if you have to, you have to. I drafted Tom Brady and got... After the second week, I forget what his first two weeks were, but after the second week, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to be streaming quarterbacks until I can kind of find, and this find then, that but one. this then goes to the talk where are you talking week long or... Se- or Are you talking week to week or are you talking season long? Because season long, Tom Brady's number seven quarterback. You wouldn't know it. But he's had some really high weeks. Well, exactly. And, really and, and so I tried to pick him up this right. past week on the waivers. Based on who he's playing because he's going against Chicago. Which, eh. And I, I, think my, I think my waiver position was like eight or nine or oh, something like that. And I still him. didn't get him. So and, now, and now he's on somebody's bench just sitting there. And I'm a little confused. Well, you also got to remember there's also a, a strategy in fantasy football that if you have an open bench spot and you know somebody needs somebody – and you can draft him before that guy, you screw the guy over and you pick the guy up even though you don't need him. And I don't know if that's I do wonder who that was. I do wonder but, who that um, was. I don't, I don't know who did that, but you, there are some savvy players out there that yeah. might do that. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to stick with Minshew for week five against Houston or if I'll look around and, and Well, you see. might want to check the waiver wires. There's probably – I don't know if Burrow's out there. Um, he's going against Baltimore, though, and Baltimore's defense is pretty darn good. You got Fitzpatrick that's out there, but he's going against San Francisco. But their core, their defensive cores, their defensive cores beat up. So I don't know if I'd go with them because they were good. But there's some guys. Minshew might be your best choice. Um, I mean, he's projected for nineteen point four. Right. I mean, Houston's Houston's secondary isn't Great. fantastic. Right, right, right. right. It's just. The I biggest surprise to me with quarterbacks this season, and I don't know, you can talk about this. Deshaun Watson, I think, surprised me because I thought he was going to crush it this year. 
um, but with the loss of his wide receivers, kind of in a little, yeah, kind of yeah. in a little sleeper. Yeah, he, I thought he'd do a lot better, and I thought Kyler Murray would do a lot better too, yeah. being such a mobile quarterback, running quarterbacks. Um, I knew no one was going to do as well as Lamar Jackson did last year, which was just phenomenal. Um, but even he's struggling more than I thought he would. I thought he'd be higher up. To have Aaron Rodgers be ahead of all those guys, I pretty think crazy. It surprised a lot of people. Pretty crazy. It surprised a lot of people. Yeah. Well, is is Tom Brady ahead of uh, Lamar? Lamar. He's ahead of Lamar. Which, isn't that isn't that crazy? I'm telling you, Tom. Brady, MVP candidate. Well, Tom Brady had one weekend where he threw for five touchdowns. I mean, yeah, yeah, he did. Well, what, what he week scored was that? thirty-two points. Yeah. He scored five touchdowns. Yeah. That's was insane. that against? That was against the Chargers. The Chargers. Yeah. He threw for three hundred and seventy yards and five touchdowns. Well, that's no one's beating that. Yeah. But then you go back to week two and he faced Carolina and he only got like nine points. So he's hot and cold. He's old. <laughs> yeah, he but then again, Aaron Rodgers is old. Yeah. So it, it that's the joy. That's the fun thing of fantasy is you really don't know how it's going to play out. Yeah. So. so let me ask you this: since you're or claim to be the fantasy wizard. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, from that intro, if you guys remember, okay. kind of Let me see hear what you got. So I got, I got two tight ends right now that I'm deciding between. Okay. okay. I got Evan Ingram from baby the hand, Giants. Baby, baby, baby yes, Ingram. Who has struggled? I mean, he gets a lot of targets. He does. He, he gets a, a lot of targets. He's a but if he, if he catches them, he, I don't know. He's got baby. And then and then I got Johnu Smith. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: is Evan Ingram is going against Dallas, who I mean, let's be honest, oh, yeah. terrible defense, mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny, I mean, Smith's going against Buffalo, and I'm really tempted to put Smith in there, but like I think Evan Ingram could have a decent week as long as he gets. I tell you, tight ends are so hard to predict just because you, it's that one play that they just fall in the end zone that you get lucky and they can get in there. Um, John Smith was dealing with some injuries, I thought. He's fine now. Okay, he's fine. Okay. Yeah, those, I think it was the second week. I think he had a little, a little hiccup. A little something. something but. Okay, but I guess, again, if I'm thinking about who they're playing, of course I like baby hands going against. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you keep referring to him as going, maybe it's. Going against Dallas, because <laughs> Dallas can't stop anybody. Um, but Johnny Smith, he's... But, but I would probably go with baby hands, just because he's reliable, he's old. Um, if this was a PPR with how many targets Evan Ingram gets, I'd like him. I mean, he still doesn't... He doesn't catch them all the time, but at least he's getting targeted a lot by... I always blank on the Giants quarterback. Oh, it's Daniel, Josh Dan- Daniels. Josh Daniels. Daniels. Um, I don't mind John and Smith, though, dude. He's got three TDs in three weeks. He had two TDs against Jacksonville. If I was going to go, I'd go with John and Smith just because he's ranked eighth um, out of all tight ends. Tight ends have been decimated. He had a bye this last week, week four, and they played Buffalo at 10 a.m., um, uh, he's got 61 yards his last game. That might not be a bad pickup. Wait a minute. Is he even available right Who, now? Who, Johnny Smith? Yeah. I just told you I have him on my bench. He's not available. Oh, you, okay. I thought I thought you said you no, were no, going no, to no, pick no. him up. I'm no, like, no. how are you able to pick him up? No, he's on my bench right now. I thought you were trying to be sneaky on me. Nah, nah, so nah, nah. I, I would go with Johnny Smith. Um, he's lead, He led his team with eight targets. Um I think you're right. I don't know. I just I, I see Dallas because I see Dallas so bad, and it right. just shouts out at right. me. 
But you, you can't go you can't go bad with a guy that's top ten. This is true. He's top ten. So yeah. drop Johnu in there. Don't go with baby hands because he'll drop something in the end zone. So I'd go with Johnu. <laughs> well, and then I have. Well, let's go, tell me about your how you, how are you looking this week? Well, I'm not projected to win this week. Who are you playing? I'm going up against Mike. Mike. Um, not projected to win, but the projections are so you know wishy washy. I mean, yeah, I don't really go up. I mean, it's cool to see that right. at the beginning of the week you're projected to beat him, and it can and, then, and it can provoke right. some right. some smack talk. But yeah, I I'm I, every week I've done really well, as you know. Um, I'm leading our league by like 80 points. Here we go, guys. Crushing everybody. Here we go. Um, well, I, thank you, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, got it. Okay. Um, God, and I mean, how many Dak, times is he going to talk about Alvin Well, hold on. I'll also talk about Dak Prescott because yeah. he's fantastic because their defense sucks, so he has to throw the ball all the time. <laughs> so, um, but when it comes to a week-to-week, um, it really is a guessing game, and that's the reality of it, and that's what's fun about it is because you can have the best plans in the world and then it all falls apart. Or you can go out and have a kicker that gets you 18 points and you win because some they couldn't put a ball in the end zone. They had to kick like five yeah. field goals. Yeah. So, you know, um, this week's looking pretty good. But every week I'm normally around 115 projected. Um, one week I did get 183 points or something like that, which was ungodly. But anyway, so, so far it's looking pretty good. So I was predicted for 90, 90 or maybe even 94 or something. Um, but I, I, I'm looking now, and I saw that they – I don't know if it's official yet, but they're saying that Tennessee is going to play on Tuesday. They're hoping that they have to do additional testing. You're right, but they said they're going to try to play. So, I, I mean, I plugged Derrick Henry back in there, and I guess I'll, yeah. I'll keep Frank Gore on my bench so he can get me a couple points. Well, the problem is they play Sunday, and if, if they play Sunday and Frank Gore is not able to be plugged in – That is true. You're then stuck, but yeah, because you're banking on Henry being able to play. Well, what if all of a sudden they say the game has to be postponed even further? I don't know. You would have to look up the rules on that. Um, my question for you: How about this? If you have a this guy or that guy, we're going to go to wide receivers. So I have the option of Jamison Crowder playing against Arizona. He's just back off of injury, and he had a good game okay. last, last week. Yeah, he did. Michael Gallup, who's Dallas, against okay. the Giants, which okay. stunk. Loud. He only got two points last week. With how many points they score, with how right. much Dak Prescott throws the ball, right. too. Right. Or, well, Amari Cooper took over everything last he week. He did. He did. Well, also, CeeDee Lamb did, too. That is. That yeah. rookie's fantastic. Dude, he He's can, a burner. Oh, he can fly. He's a burner. And then, or Robert Woods. And Robert Woods never gets in the end zone, but he always gets sharp. <sighs> So those three guys, who do you play? Robert Woods is playing Washington, which his defense is pretty good. Mm. Michael Gallup against Giants, or Crowder against Arizona. I don't. And remember, I, Crowder is being thrown to by smoking Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would camel I, unfiltered. I would. Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would not play Jamison Crowder. I don't. I, he's their only. Guy, well, no, yeah, he's pretty much their he's their number one slot guy. Well, who do you? I mean, there's Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, who's a speedster, but I don't know if Flacco can even throw more than thirty yards. <laughs> so, um, if I Robert Woods or I, Gallup, I like Gallup, but yeah, I know. I mean, with I how many points Dallas scored last week and Michael Gallup getting absolutely no love, exactly. does that mean that Dak's going to start? 
weaning off of him more or you think he's going to include him more? That's just the question that... The million-dollar question. But here's the thing is is why I kind of like putting Gallup in there is teams are going to see that he threw to C.D. Lamb so they and Amari Cooper more. Right. So they put their better cornerbacks, better secondary on those two, and then you give Michael Gallup, who is not bad at all. Oh, no. Not he's at all. He's a great receiver. He's a great receiver. It's, give it's, him, funny. it's funny you look at the... the Hey guys, how's it going? Sorry if there's a little bit of a pause. We got cut off by a phone call. Um, I was really hoping that wouldn't be the case. We're almost there. Too. <laughs> we're so close. I mean, we were, we were pretty close. So if there is a hiccup, we apologize. Um, but we're just going to dive right back into what we were talking we're about. We're trying to make the decision on Robert Woods, Crowder, or um, Dallas. Uh, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. So I, I, I ex-nade Crowder. Yeah, Crowder's out. Crowder's out. Michael Gallup, I'm on the fence about. Robert Woods, I also, I don't mind. Could go either way. I mean, you, it's just Cooper Cup is getting. Well, they're right next to each other. In well, and I mean, let's talk about Higby. They always are. Higby, who Higby's up there too. He yeah, is. He's been stealing. He some is targets. the touchdown guy. But it seems like. I like Gallup, but I like the reliable floor, and that goes back to fantasy football too. There's a floor that you try to get, and Woods always gives you that sure, floor. Sure. So. If I'm just looking for a floor, which I think I am, I'm thinking I'm going to go with Woods. But yeah, put probably, in Robert Woods. Probably going to bite me in the butt later, and I'll eat this podcast later when I say I should have. Because <laughs> watch, Gallup will go off for like three touchdowns. Or yeah, or you'll see Jamison Crowder right. freaking come out of. He'll be he'll be Joe Flacco's best friend, and they'll be smoking <laughs> Marlboro Lights together after the game or something. So, anyway. uh, so yeah, that, I mean you, that's a great thing about fantasy football is you never know really who to play. You just try to do the odds, and then it works out sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So. Um, that was my only who would I rather have in or out yeah. um, question um, that I had in regards to my roster construction for this week. So yeah, but well, you have any more roster construction questions or I don't have much. I mean, I'm just I mean, I am begging to the football gods that there's no more Tennessee Titans that come up positive on their testing before Tuesday. And that's the struggle because, like we were just talking, I think we before or maybe after we got cut off, is if the game doesn't go forward and you keep him on your yeah. roster, yeah. he's locked in. Um, if he plays Tuesday, it counts. But you put a guy on your bench on Sunday that plays on Sunday, he's out then if you didn't play him. And then if they cancel the game, you're out of running back position. I so. mean, honestly, I'd rather run the risk of keeping Derrick Henry in there and letting Frank Gore get his three points on my bench. It really, I mean, it's, let's right. be honest. You're right. You're right. Let's you're be right. honest. I, I, I would probably lose anyway, even with three points. I agree. Um, but yeah, what, it, what, I, what, 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 it goes back to your trade. I'm, I'm flashing back against your trade with CMC and the position you're in. You're in a really good position if CMC comes back. When you look, Amari Cooper is the number one wide receiver right now. I know. Only because Dallas's defense is so bad. <laughs> so you you do wonder you you. Are you at all worried about the trade you made that you gave away too much? Because Amari Cooper's the number one wide receiver currently through four weeks. And then you go... Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley's probably top 20. So you gave no, away two but, pretty good but ball he, players. But that's why I did it. Because I have Aaron Jones. I have Derrick Henry. I Todd had... Gur- I, Todd Gurley's 19. Yeah. I mean, I had those two. And I was like, fine. Those are going to be my running backs. And I, I, I have Tyler Lockett. Marquise Brown. Right. I mean, those can, those are fine flex guys that honestly get more points than a running back. Tyler Lockett's fantastic receiver. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, when you have Russell Wilson, he's, to him too, yeah. he's dynamite. So, I 
looking back, I mean, looking back on it, I would, yeah, I mean, I do the, I would do the same exact thing. It just sucks that COVID came and came and did what it did. And you'll be laughing all the way when CMC shows up and runs over. Exactly. And and the goal is make the playoffs and then he'll definitely be back before the playoffs and then you have him in the playoffs. Well, yeah. I mean, luckily I went three, I went three and one through the first two weeks. Right. Or I went five and one through the first yeah, few weeks. weeks. Right. right. And With the point systems. That exactly. Now, so. two of the players that got you there, you traded away. But but I was willing to take a loss in order for CMC to come back. And then, I am I mean, I'm hoping that... Because you're already way ahead of the game. With that's what I'm saying. Exactly. And so I'm hoping that I'll just win out and with CMC. So. I mean, we're not doctors. We listen to the news. We look at the reports and stuff. And CMC is such a phenomenal human being yeah. that... He might heal quicker than I don't know, but yeah. he's awesome. When he comes back, he's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So I still agree it was a great trade. But when you look, you gave away the number one wide receiver, <laughs> and, and a you top also 20, gave away top a top 20, 20 running back to yeah. get a guy who can't play. Yeah. So that's a that's a big gamble. Yeah. But your record allowed you to do it. So good for you. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see when he comes back. As long as you don't team. wear the pink shirt on the corner. I mean, that's the ultimate. See, goal. that's that's the thing is like you look at it and you want to go. Do I not want to be the worst, yes. or do I want to be the? It's like it's. Ooh. You, yeah, because it's not big <laughs> money. Would you <laughs> rather, right? Yeah, it's not big. <laughs> money. Uh, I think I, I, I'd rather just not wear the shirt. I mean, it's nice having my name on the belt. Um, I just don't ever want to have to wear that shirt and be on the corner because it is humiliating. Yeah, and the insults that are hurled at you um, when you're standing on the corner by complete strangers. Um, it's it's a bit saddening, yeah. um, and I never want to have to have that yeah. experience. I agree. So. I agree. I think uh, yeah. Play to not lose. Is that a bad strategy? Play to not lose. Well, I mean, corner? aren't you supposed to play to win? Well, I mean, if you play to not lose, then you're putting in your best players for the week. I mean, and if you win, you win. Exactly. Okay. So let's look at it that way. Yeah. we're trying to win, but ultimately we just make want it, to wear the shirt. Yeah, make the playoffs. Right. Call it good. Right. I mean, as great as it is to have your name on the belt, Which, I would much rather. Well, and yeah. And okay. well, what's what is it? No 20, it's twenty five dollar buy in for yeah, 25 ten. Bucks. Twenty five bucks buy in for ten ten people. Yeah, it's it's nothing special. The cost of the belt. So yes, most definitely, I would rather not wear the shirt and be on the street corner. Okay. So well, and if CMC comes that. back healthy, I don't think be just I, fine. I should. We'll see. As long as he stays healthy. And that's fantasy football. You really never know. That's what we say at every at the end of every week. I was projected to have 130 points, and you come out with 80, and you just go, that's fantasy football. Because one play, the guy could be out of the game and could be out for the season, and that's fantasy football. So, work the waiver wire. That's where you got to make your money. Work Amen. the waiver wire. Pick up those guys that are going to surprise me. Amen. So, that's what I got. All right, ladies and gents. Well, I think we're going to wrap things up here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. Have Joe Gainer. Yeah, have fun playing fantasy football, people. Yeah. It's a great thing to do. It Stay is. Engaged. It's fun. Get your friend together for barbecues and cornhole and watch some fantasy football. Root Pass for individual players. Cuss at each other, drink, and don't wear the pink shirt on the street corner. That's, That's the, the ultimate, ultimate goal. goal. Ultimate goal. That's it right there. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Joe Gainer, a.k.a. my father, for Amen. joining me. It's been my pleasure. This week. My pleasure. Talking your your wizardry thank you. for fantasy football. It's been a pleasure. I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to think so as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, I'll catch you guys next time. And that is all I have for you. And I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Peace.